Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailer for The Harder They Fall. That last episode of What If? In our Movie of the Week, Sleepless. Javier, how we doing, man? Doing fantastic, man. Nice, uh, nice little Monday today. How about yourself? It's a, been a crazy Monday, man. What happened yeah? to our, oh. our our social media game today, man? One person or one one app took it all down, right? That's the, Yo, that's the word. I think it was MySpace. <laughs> MySpace came back with a vengeance. Had Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp and all that stuff for a little bit. <laughs> Somebody tried to put all that HTML code in there. It's messed it all up. They're they trying to put that custom background on their page and just took the whole system down. They were trying to figure out how to do a top eight or something, bro. You know, <laughs> <laughs> or like remember oh. the song that like always play that you can just no. put on there. Yeah, that was like free music that we were just putting on our MySpace pages. Man, those were the good old days. Oh yeah, in twenty four in two thousand and four happened. Well, well, also downloading them in the background. Oh yeah, as well. Oh yeah, BearShare, so, LimeWire. Oh yeah. Maybe somebody tried to use LimeWire again. It's on one of the Facebook that's Facebook a, computers. It's, that's probably like, what, what is they this? did. Just curious. They got real curious and just tried it. <laughs> he said. And, he said it's it's a picture of a lime. I can download <laughs> free music. <laughs> this can't be bad. <laughs> Oh, man. Everybody's yeah. social media game was shot today. Unless you had a Twitter still. And I've been live tweeting the day's events. Hope everybody's okay. <laughs> and hope everybody survived this. If you need yeah. counseling, there, there's like counseling out there. It's a rough day for people, Javi. Okay. A good day for you. Rough day for the rest of yeah, us. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. I sent you a trailer. <laughs> the harder they fall. Talk to me about this movie, man. Let's go. Super excited about this, man. I, I hadn't really seen much about it till you sent that trailer over. But man, looks like it's gonna be super fun. 
Dude. I mean, solid cast, man. Just the whole the whole thing seems like to be pretty fantastic considering the producers and everything involved in this thing. Bro, you talking about like black cowboys? Man, <laughs> you know who's gonna eat this movie up? My father. Okay. Yeah? My father in his fifties loves like old time western flicks. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're black cowboys? Oh, he's gonna be all he's gonna be watching this one as soon as it drops, bro. As soon as it drops on the flicks. It's dropping on the flicks, right? Uh believe so, yeah. For the uninitiated, that's what we call Netflix. Yeah, so yeah. we just yeah. call it the flicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we got uh Zay Beats, Idris Elba, Regina King, mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors, Lakeith Stanfield, Delroy Lindo. Like, come on, dude. It's just a fantastic R.J. Seiler. That was the kid from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie that came out a couple years ago that was trash. But, like, this movie, man, Dion Cole's in this movie. This is going to be a good flick, man. I'm really excited about the Outlaws. Uh, they're breaking Idris Elba out. Your boy uh, Jay-Z is one of the producers on that, too. Jigga Man. Jigga Man. Hova. Rock Nation, baby. Rock Nation knobs. <laughs> 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 no nah, man, I'm, yeah. uh, this is this is gonna be a fun, different movie. You grew up watching Young Guns and Tombstone, mm-hmm. and even all those old school westerns. But this is gonna have some swag to it, man. Jay Z's producing. Oh yeah, this is gonna have some swag, man. I'm really excited for this one. All right, guys, we'll go ahead and drop that on our social medias whenever Facebook gets their act together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what I really want to do. Is talk about that latest episode of What If, man. The Ultron episode. Oh, yeah. I feel like everything has been leading up to this, and now we're here. Yeah. Basically, another breakthrough of the multiverse, what it seems like. Like, the show was about the multiverse, and then now it's like through the fourth wall of that multiverse into Ultron knowing about the multiverse and going wherever he wants to go. Wild. Wild. Like, this episode, if you haven't seen it yet, I'm sorry, you have until Thursday. <laughs> yeah, you had until today to watch it, like, two yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know how math and, and dates work, but we're recording this on Monday. <laughs> this drops on Thursday, so you have that time. We're about to spoil the crap out of it. To watch two episodes. Yeah. Ultron, from Age of Ultron, actually does what he set out to do, right? He gets yeah. the suit, the vision suit, and just kind of takes over. Mm-hmm. Kills every single Avenger, except for, like, the two non-powered ones. How is that? So, yeah, he makes, like, a uh, like an infinity set of armor. Like, instead of just the infinity gauntlet, it's like a whole set of armor he's wearing that has the stones on it. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know why... You know, it happened, like you said. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> but talk about the watcher, like, throwing down, throwing hands. Bro. So you think the whole time that he's, like, just this dude, you know, with some pop. Yeah. And some popcorn and just chilling and watching everybody else's demise. <laughs> right? He sat there and watched zombies he saw Hank Pym kill everybody. Knew it was Hank Pym the whole damn time, too. <laughs> Jackass. Do everything. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's seen all of this. You know, he let Killmonger just kind of take out everybody. And just kind of posted up. was like, I can't interfere. And this this episode, he has to throw hands. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I thought he was going to be a lot stronger, but you're also dealing with Ultron, so... Yeah, there was a lot of talk about the whole Infinity Stone thing um, stemming from Loki, where he's like, oh, the Infinity Stones are useless outside of their dimension or whatever. Even though I don't think they actually said that. They yeah. said the, the stones were powerless in the quantum realm or wherever they were at in TVA. Yeah. But, I mean, he just, he's just going around pretty much smacking the Watcher into multiple dimensions. Just. Was that James Spader who came back and voiced Ultron? Is that what that was? Because uh, that was phenomenal performance, bro. Just even... Uh, um, I'm actually looking it up right now. Yeah. That was just... And I don't think it was him, according to very, very high sources that nobody can really get their hands on IMDB, right? Only the the it people can get their hands on that stuff. So I can confirm that was not James Spader's voice, guys. Maybe he was busy or something. So Mm. what happens next, man? As far as that episode or the next episode? I mean, it looks like it was a to be continued, right? Same bat time, same bat channel. (laughs) That's what it seemed like to me, too, yeah. Yeah, because we got to see what he's going to do. I mean, he's still got more stuff to destroy, right? He ain't really done the whole cleanse, the whole multiverse yet. He hasn't done that. Natasha is the only Avenger left. The weird, soulless uh, Doctor Strange is showed up at the end. Mm -hmm. You think the episode's going to continue? Like it's going to be a a, a second part? Or are they just going to go to something else? I don't know. We'll have to find out. Yesterday, actually, when this pod drops. <laughs> well, I actually found out the day before this pod drops, so I don't know how that... <laughs> I don't know what tense I'm supposed to use. I have no clues. So, as you guys can know, as you guys can tell, we are new to this podcast game. Um, sorry. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to see, man. Yeah. Super excited about it, though. All right, JV, let's go ahead and discuss this week's movie, man. We have Sleepless. Mm-hmm. How I'm kind of feeling right now, man. It's late in the day. I, you know, I worked a full day. So this was released in 2017. Some other cool, notable flicks that dropped that year. We got The Circle, The Snowman, Wind River, Molly's Game. Molly's Game is dope because that's Aaron Sorkin's first directed movie. Fire dialogue with Idris Elba in it. Uh, the Dark Tower also has Idris Elba in it. Hmm. Um, we have King Arthur, Murder on the Orient Express, Rough Night. That was a fabulous, funny girls, women's comedy, excuse me, hmm. women's comedy. Uh, we got The Hitman's Bodyguard. Nice. And a really dope sci fi flick that snuck up on us Life. Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds. Actually, really good flick, man. Directed by Daniel Espinosa. Why I know crap like that off the top of my head is beyond me, but but going back to Sleepless. Going back to Sleepless. This movie was directed by Baron Bo Odar. Butchered the hell out of it, but whatever. Written by Andrea Burloff. This had a budget of thirty million, and the box office was thirty-two point nine million. Barely paid the bills. Barely. If it did. Yeah. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> yeah. This one starring Jamie Foxx as Vincent Downs, Michelle Monaghan as Jennifer Bryant, 
Scoot McNary as Rob Novak, Dermot Mulroney as Stanley Rubino, Tip T.I. Harris as Sean Cass, David Harbour as Doug Dennison, Gabrielle Union as Dina, and Octavius Johnson as T. Or Thomas, right? Yep, Thomas. So they refer to him. I think she refers to him. The, the mom refers to him as Thomas. Everybody else calls him T. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like uh, everybody calls you Javi, but your mom calls you Javier. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, oh shit, I'm in trouble, right? Most of the time, it's the full name. It's fine. Oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> nah. You know you in trouble then. <laughs> Clyde D. Get you in this house. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I. I am. I drop my like stick gun and I just dead sprint back to the house because <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing guns with with, right. with sticks. Oh yeah, okay. right. That's not a thing. It's just just me. No, I thought I was this was the trust it. tree, bro. Yeah. What what happened? I was there. I was there. <laughs> I had one too. All right, man. So, like you so do uh, greatly every week, man. Give us a quick synopsis so we can hop into this movie. So undercover agent Vincent Downs and his partner Cass. They end up in the middle of a high-end drug deal while trying to steal those drugs. So they end up stealing these drugs from the wrong people, and they get internal affairs on their tails as well. And his family almost pays for it in the end. All right. All right, man. Let's go ahead and hop into it here. So we're starting off with Vincent Down and his partner, Cass. And these are two... You really don't know who they are from the first glance. Mm-hmm. We soon find out that they they come across as dirty Las Vegas detectives. It seems like these guys are enthralled in a uh, drug deal gone wrong. And Vincent has to work all night. He has to have a sleepless night. The title of the movie. To get his it. kid back uh, who was abducted uh, mm-hmm. by, by the guys, right? You know, for this type of movie... Uh, this was actually a pretty badass kidnapping, man. It was quick. It was fast. They even knife him. And that's like a crucial part of the movie the entire mm-hmm. time, right? Mm-hmm. Him having to deal with that knife wound, which was it just added. It was like a character itself, just him having yeah. to deal with that, which was fun, man. But this is a film about cops are dirty each and everywhere. We don't know, you know, who's up to what, man. That's yeah. kind of what I got out of this flick. Yeah, Vincent Downs, he said at the beginning, he's just kind of a guy trying to steal some drugs, right? He's trying to sell some drugs for somebody and they're going to sell them for themselves or whatever they're doing. And we actually find out he's just an undercover cop pretty fast. Yeah. But, I mean, we still don't know if he's, still don't know really if he's like an actual dirty cop. So he's undercover as a dirty cop, which is wild at the beginning of the movie anyways, trying to figure out how it works. Then his partner is a dirty cop. And I'm just going to say it right up front that his partner is like 90, not 90% of why this movie happened and the way this plot went. <laughs> <laughs> this is all your fault, T.I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's the one that, that messes it up because the, the whole thing is they're trying to land these drugs, steal these drugs or f- whatever, and he ends up stealing them from higher up drug lords. Monsters. Yeah. Yeah. So... He puts them both in this scope for these guys, and then for the internal affairs. So at the end of the day, it's all his fault. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out there. That's my opinion on the whole thing. <laughs> you know, man. But this is, this is the type of movie, right, where everybody gets their their comeuppance, man. Everybody's yeah. fate is laid out by the end of the movie. And it's just a wild evening 
mm-hmm. night for the entire cast, man. You know, we have Jamie Foxx as Vincent Downs, plays a divorced father, lieutenant detective for the Las Vegas PD. I love that it's not California. I love that it's not Chicago. I love that it's not mm-hmm. New York. I love that it's not Miami, right? Those are the, the hotbeds for, like, cop drama, cop action yeah. movies and stuff. But they use Vegas, which was really cool, right? Uh, this guy, he loves his son, but works all the damn time and doesn't spend any time with his kid. He is separated from his woman, his wife, whatever they they are. He comes off as a dirty cop, but we learn as the film progresses that he's actually like deep undercover Mm -hmm. internal affairs way off the books. That's why nobody knows what the hell he's doing. That's why internal affairs is actually going after him Mm -hmm. because he's doing some shady shit that nobody else can really see. So, right. And he, he sacrifices that, that relationship and his with his family. Yeah. Because of this case that he's working so hard on. Let's go over to like literally the, the hardest working cop in, in Vegas, man. And that's uh, Michelle Monaghan as Jennifer <laughs> Bryant, right? She's a hardened internal affairs uh, police detective. Uh, he's just after the, those dirty cops, man. She yep. knows something is going on within her own precinct. Plus, she starts tracking uh, Vincent Downs. You know, and she is not going to stop. Until she figures out what the hell is going on, right? And I mm-hmm. do like in this film how everybody kind of converges on to the, what is the, the Luxor or whatever the hell yeah. the casino Lux- was called, right? Luxor, and, and, yes. and she she's there. And I do love Michelle Monaghan in this role because she definitely does play like a badass internal affairs detective. Mm-hmm. And she has this really dope like fight scene with Jamie Foxx, that's like, yeah, okay, you're not going to win, but <laughs> you're going to give it your all, yeah. and she does, right? Oh, like, yeah. just the acting and, and the choreography and everything in that scene, she gets a couple of hits in, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. She uh, she definitely puts everything into it. I mean, right from the the moment that they run into each other, the, the two teams, uh, Jennifer Bryan and Doug Dennison and Vincent Downs and Cass right from that moment she's just like something about this guy yeah I don't like him <laughs> he's the, up to something the nose knows yeah <laughs> <laughs> and she's definitely after it man and that's just really fun to kind of see a, a cat and mouse game mm-hmm. but also like Downs is also playing a cat and mouse game to get yeah. his son back so it's almost like just the circle of life they all kind of have their like life things that are happening so she's like what recovering from some kind of incident where she gets beat up yeah i guess she's going through therapy and they're trying to you know get her to talk and she's just not having it yeah yeah she doesn't want no no talking she doesn't want to do anything she just wants to get back to work and so through this movie she's like that's her tunnel vision on it is i got to do something better to make up for this last thing that got me damn right yeah and she does a good job. Let's go over here to uh, Scoot McNary as Rob Novak, Scoot? man. Um, I, mean, I do love me some Scoot McNary. <laughs> In this role, they open up with him doing, like, torture with a hitting machine, right? <laughs> In in baseball. Yeah. I'm sorry. This, this kid is not menacing at all, man. He does not come across at a single moment in this movie as, like, 
menacing enough to be a bad guy and scary. And it's because they always had, they always were referring to his father. You know, yeah. he's like the son of a mob boss. Yeah. He's super terrified of his father. He's like, man, I'm trying to get this deal done. So I'm like, you know, I told my dad I was going to step up. My daddy this, my daddy that. You know who my daddy is. Like, the entire movie, like, <laughs> bro, who are you, man? Like, yeah, that's obviously the fault of the the writer's room, the, the writing and the, the directing of kind of giving him that kind of weakness. It's like my my daddy, my daddy this. Yeah. Well, you know, he's the mafia boss's kid who's running all the drug trafficking in the Las Vegas metro area. Uh, like I said, he's one of the badass mafia boss, but he's not. Always goes back to his father, man. And just, like I said, it, it, he, I love Scooby McNary. He just was not menacing at all. <laughs> yeah, he kind of kind of rides on the fact that he's kind of untouchable because yeah, of who he is. Yeah, yeah. And he uses that in that kind of uh I'm indestructible, I'm I'm untouchable. That's in his voice the whole time. But like you said like physically and everything, he just he doesn't put off that, you know, the the bodyguard for R- Rubino is the one that really puts off that the whole movie yeah <laughs> his security guard you know he, that guy doesn't say a whole lot besides talking on the phone but he's the one that's like really really in there doing some dirty work yeah but yeah he's just riding around with that that chip on his shoulder of you know my last name so and you know my dad so listen i'm the badass right now even though my dad's not here <laughs> so we also have uh the owner of the luxor uh dermot uh, Mulroney plays Stanley mm-hmm. Rubino. And, you know, he's the casino owner who works, who's starting to work with the mafia running drugs mm-hmm. and money. This is his nest egg. That's what this deal is to him, right? Being that he's entangled with all of these questionable characters, you know, he needs yeah. something. He needs a parachute, and this this deal is his parachute. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it almost kind of, it's, it's almost good writing in a sense where you kind of see that uh, Rubino's probably been in some shady stuff before this. Yeah. And if he can, he continues down this path, you know, something might might happen. And they say that without really saying it. They're just saying mm-hmm. that this is his nest egg. So I give it up for him. That was actually like a good written part for um, Maroney. You know, he's the one also responsible for abducting Thomas, trying mm-hmm. to get trying to get the drugs back from Downs. Really good character, actually. Yeah. Yeah, he just gives off that, like, I stepped in it attitude. Yeah. Like, like once he realizes that it's not, it didn't turn out like the the quick turnaround he was planning on, it's just automatic panic mode, right? He's just like... <laughs> He's just like sweating and pacing everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, at, at the first he's got his head real high, his neck's up straight, he's standing tall, and then he's down. You know, he slouched over the rest of the movie because he's like, man, this guy's going to kill me. Did you notice that when they were in his office suite thing and he mm-hmm. was drinking the the whiskey and he was kind of like sipping it, but he was sipping it like real like slow and kind of oh, yeah. put it down and had his head down. I noticed that as well. It was yeah. like... I mean, you have a a mobster's kid right across from you with a gun in his lap. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's probably pretty scary, bro. Like <laughs> for yeah. you, man, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the thing about him, like he's like, man, I'm just this deal is going to get done. This deal is going to get done the yeah. entire the entire movie. And what he doesn't realize is like everybody's crossing everybody. I think he does realize that it's not in his hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he realizes he, he can't control the outcome. He's just trying to throw whatever he can at it to make it happen. Yeah, he's just buying time. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Very slow burn on that end because he's just, like I said, he's just nervous and sweating and <laughs> just can't figure out what he's going to do because he knows that might be the last night for him. You're right. He looked good in that suit at the beginning of the night. Yeah. By the end of the night, though, good God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So I was watching the Tomorrow War again. Bro, okay. And, Bro, have you yeah. heard of the action movie rule of Chris. All right. Uh, here we go. What are you talking about, Clyde? Okay. The action movie rule of Chris. Every Chris is a bona fide action movie star. You got to hear me out right. here, bro. Let's if go. You are a movie star living in Hollywood, doing your thing, and your name is Chris. You're an action star. Dude, check this out. Chris Evans, mm-hmm. Captain America, Snowpiercer, Cellular, The Losers, Hemsworth, the Australian guy, six foot four, oh, yeah. right? Thor, <laughs> Black Hat, Extraction, Snow White and the Huntsman, Red Dawn. He got a bullet to the head in Red Dawn. Can't forget that, but still an action star. And, and those golden locks. Those golden locks. Pratt, 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 right? Christopher Pratt. Mm-hmm. The Tomorrow War. There's one you were just watching. Star-Lord, yeah, yeah. Jurassic World, The Magnificent Seven, Zero Dark Thirty. This dude killed, shot, took out Bin Laden. Just amazing. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> got my man Chris Pine. Yeah, he played opposite Wonder Woman. He was in Star Trek, The Finest Hour, Shadow Recruit, and Smoking Aces. Super mm-hmm. weird in Smoking Aces, but action-packed movie star. Okay, sometimes we gotta get weird. Gotta get weird sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And then you got Christopher Ludacris Bridges. Okay. This dude's an action star because he was in literally all 35 of the Fast and Furious movies. Just every yeah. single one of them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, your name is Chris. You kick butt and take names. Oh, let's not even forget about Chris Farley. Have you ever seen Beverly Hills Ninjas? Oh, multiple times. Action, action, and more action, bro. Talk yes. to me, man. Who, who's your favorite, Chris? I'll say right up front, obviously, Farley is the GOAT. No doubt. Let's get that out the way. Uh, but for this current generation of Chris's, I'll have to go with the God of Thunder, man. He does it all for me, but not in a weird way most of the time. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. All right, dude. So I actually have like a lot more Chris's to, to run through, dude. Let's go ahead and hit so, it, man. Clyde, so, Clyde, I'm, what's up? Clyde, I'm going to go ahead and uh, land this plane for us. All right, guys. Hit us up with your favorite Chris and the movie you enjoyed him in. And you know the socials, Movie in a Pod on Facebook and at Movie in a Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We got my man T.I., King of the <laughs> South, the king, as uh, Sean Cass, man. One thing about T.I. is he brings that, like, cool southern draw to mm-hmm. everything that he does. That's just him. He can't do any other type of action or whatever, uh, but he's in Vegas, so that this shouldn't really even be a thing. But he, he's he's Downs' uh, detective partner who is in on the crimes with Downs about picking mm-hmm. up the drugs, and, and you're right, man. This movie doesn't does not happen 
his kid does not get abducted. They all don't meet up at the Luxor if it wasn't for Cass uh, wanting to steal these drugs. Yeah. And he's, I mean, honestly, he's like got the smallest role out of everybody in the movie as far as screen time. Yeah. I mean, he pops up at the beginning and then we don't see him till the end of the movie, right? I think there's maybe a call or two in there. Yeah. But he doesn't bring any anything to it in that character role other than causing all the problems. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like, T.I., in any movie that he has been in, uh, he's, just, like, super cool, right? Yeah. And that's just the guy that he is. But it's also funny at times seeing T.I. in a movie, man. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Because, like, okay, we've gotten used to, like, Ludacris, right, in, oh, yeah. in movies. He, he's in every Fast and Furious movie, right? We've gotten mm-hmm. used to that. Uh, he's been in some other things, and that's almost believable. When Ice-T finally did his thing and started doing other movies and shows, whatever, that was very believable. T.I., love his music. Well, I love him in movies. I'm just not sold yet, man. Like, give me, <laughs> give me just a little bit more, bro. Yeah. Instead of that, like, smooth southern drawl. Well, he hasn't had really any any humongous roles yet, right? Yeah. He he's, just kind of he just kind of pops in, does his thing, and sends out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even with like uh, like Ludacris. I mean, even with like the wrestlers, like The Rock, and um, you know, guys like that. That. It really takes a while to to forget about that a little bit. We're just now respecting John Cena. We're right. just now, right? <laughs> yeah, John Cena was what I was trying to say, but I couldn't remember. And it was maybe yeah. like early 2010s when he started doing movies. We're just now mm-hmm. respecting him. So, Batista yeah. the, the the same, man. So, let's talk about uh, David Harbor, man. This yes. this guy just huge. Doug Dennison. Uh, he's Bryant's partner in internal affairs. Uh, kind of just seems like he has his shit together. Kind of seems mm-hmm. like he's the North Star for her. And be like, yo, we got to do things by the book. You can't do this. You can't do that. Yeah. Whiskey, whiskey Tango Foxtrot, right? <laughs> you got to do this by, by the book. I love how he was like, how are you going to move it without, um, you know, forensics over there? And she's like, I had to do yeah. it. I had to do it. I like their partnership. But the, the one thing I want to talk about is the fight scene with him and Jamie Foxx in the spa. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, that was fun. <laughs> that was really fun, bro. David Harbour's a big dude. <laughs> you know, Jamie Foxx isn't a small guy himself, but David Harbour's a giant. <laughs> yeah. And, David- yeah, just seeing them, like, just throw throw down with each other was, was really good. and. And really fun because they were wasn't like a one sided fight. It was back and forth the whole time. We got Jamie Fox at five nine. We have David Harbor at six three, <laughs> but like a solid like six three, like two fifty. Yeah, right. Yeah, like he's a big man. Mm-hmm. And they they choreographed a really good fight team between these two men, where any it was literally anybody's game. Uh, mm-hmm. But obviously, it's Jamie Foxx's movie, and, and he's right. the, the lead. So they were like, all right, well, I guess we'll let you win, I guess. But yeah. yep. it was it was still fun, man. It was it was one of those um, John Wick-style fights. 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of how, how it was like really in your face and visceral. And there's a lot of just going back and forth with the fight scene, man. I don't really know how to describe it. I just know like, you know, you watch movies and I've seen this movie a few times already and you watch movies and you're kind of like watching it on television, mm-hmm. Netflix or whatever. And you got your phone out. You're playing Candy Crush or whatever. <laughs> doom scrolling on, <laughs> on Instagram or Twitter. Not but Facebook, like, though. Not today. Not on. Not on. Not, not, not today, today. But <laughs> but this scene, you put that phone down, man, because you're like, yeah. here comes two good good actors, two like big guys, and they're about to go at it, man. And it was just fun the entire time. Yeah, it was great choreography, close up clom- combat like that. And yeah, I, I put my phone down. Actually, I didn't have my phone up at all, but because I was really enjoying the movie. To be honest yeah. With you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't miss anything because it's all linked together as the story goes. If you miss something at the beginning, you're kind of yeah. like, okay, why, why did this happen? What's this guy's this yeah. guy's deal? It's a really it's a really tight like it's a little little over an hour and a half, man. And the movie's very tight. Where you're mm-hmm. right, if something happens, you're like, how that, that connects to this and all that. You gotta watch yeah. it. So we got Gabrielle Union Downs his ex wife, mother of his child. You know, really small role for her, but she's an ER mm-hmm. nurse who. Uh, Works at third shift, recently engaged to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Why the hell she ends up in that damn parking deck at the end of the parking garage at the end of the movie—that uh, was just to bring everybody together, man. That really didn't need to happen. Like <laughs> she was doing the same thing Vincent Downs was doing. She was going to get her kid. Yeah, yeah, something was popping off. He he told her that she that that's where he was at, and she was like, "All right," and she just booked it out. Yeah, <laughs> I like the, the nurse that's looking around, and she, all you see is her hitting the doors. <laughs> and the reason why she took off was because of her son Octavius J. Johnson as Thomas T. Mm-hmm. This kid's a lot smarter than what he kind of brings out. He looks pissed off as first in the movie. You know, yep. his dad's never around, late late to pick him up, late to drop him off, and stuff like that. But has to use like his quick wits throughout the movie to help his dad, help him yeah. self get away and everything. Kid's stronger than what he seems, man. He, that was a really good role for. He tried a to kid. put the dude in a headlock. Tried to <laughs> put the guy in a headlock. <laughs> he did. He he, tried. <laughs> I mean, he, he was trying to fight, fight for his dad, which which I thought was was great. Like just them two. Once they hit that point of like the kids mad at him, you know. Of course, I mean, you know. At the same time, he was just kidnapped, and he's just getting them back. Right? Yeah. And then he finds out his dad's in this drug mess, so he's super mad at him. You know, everything comes out. He tells them, you know, I'm undercover, whatever. You're the one that knows. And at that particular point, this kid's ready just to fight anybody, right? Oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're a team at that point. I thought that was great. That was fun, you know, the, <laughs> them just fighting in that kitchen, you know, the the, <laughs> the bodyguard <laughs> beating up uh, Vincent, and the son's, like, jumping on his back and hitting him with pans and stuff. Yo, man, I'm, I'm glad you started talking about that fight scene in the kitchen, man. Let's talk about the sets real quick, mm-hmm. man. You know, you got the, I like this one because it's set in Las Vegas. Yeah. But I like how the second and the third act is literally all what encompassed in the casino. Yeah. Right. And not just the casino floor. This is a big casino man mm-hmm. there is hotel rooms there's the casino floor there's a couple of clubs bars yeah restaurants 
You the you're in deck. yeah the parking <laughs> deck. You're you're in Rabino's office and suite and everything. You get to mm-hmm. see all. You get to see like the alleyways where all the workers run up and down through and yeah. everything. You see the spa. And, and like you said, man, they spend a considerable amount of time in the parking garage, bro. Like a lot, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> they really do, yeah. Yeah, they are. They are all at one point in time in the parking garage, shooting, fighting, blood might everywhere. A, <laughs> might have been a thing to cost, uh, cut costs on extras. <laughs> it really was. So like, <laughs> Hey man, you could have the MGM Grand from this time to this time. After that, yeah. we got to move your ass to the parking garage, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, only have yeah. thirty, 30 smoke mils, bombs so. and stuff off in here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so can we shoot your smoke bombs off? No, no, you can't. Are you only sure? Zack Snyder's allowed to have zombies and shoot people in a casino, right? Like, <laughs> oh man, hell yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Like, so that that was really really cool, man. That it just kind of. Kept it encompassed right there within the casino yeah. itself. And it, kept, it kept coming back to the same places. Like you say, like the, the the casino floor was kind of the the meeting area. Yeah, right. That's where they they would go through and come back through and this that or the other. They fought in the kitchen. I think we saw the kitchen a few other times of them going through it, mm-hmm. back and forth through the office of Rubino. It was really well spaced out. You know, they didn't stay in one place too long, which was the whole point, right? Because a big chase, chase and fighting and, and hiding stuff and finding yeah. stuff. And, and I think Novak said it best when he was uh, yelling at Rubino. He was like, I am sick and tired of running all around this damn casino, <laughs> right? Like looking for his drugs. Like they were everywhere. And it was almost like playing tag with friends, right? How mom and dad said, you got to stay here. Yeah. So we just use these like four or five different bases and that's it. We can't go out of there. Wasn't it funny how he was just like at the end of all this stuff, uh, Rubino was like, nobody can go through these stairs right here in my office. <laughs> he said like a secret stairway. He's like, take those down to the parking deck. Straight to the parking deck, man. <laughs> Had you walking all over this whole damn casino, and I got a secret stairwell. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm going to take you all the way up the yeah. long way. And then we, we, we have this, man. Straight to your car, bro. The door opens <laughs> up. Your truck is yeah. right there, bro. Gosh, yeah. R- Rubino was an interesting character. Yeah. Themes. This movie. This was rough for me, man. Yeah. The only thing that I could really come up with and, and think about is what measures does one go to to protect your kid? That's that's basically it, man. That yeah. That's sleepless in a nutshell. There's a lot of other things that are happening. Dirty cops, drugs, drug money, mm-hmm. mafia, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, what measures would you go to? To protect your kid, and Jamie Fox did his thing in this movie, man. Yeah, I think that's kind of the, the key role. I mean, if that wouldn't have happened, he would have had no reason to do anything. Yeah, yeah. If he wasn't going to save his kid, it was just okay. I'm out. You leave the city. Gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's know, almost but... like that. That happened, and Michelle Monaghan's character Bryant said at the end, like, "Yeah, man, you kicked the hornets in this." this Today, yeah. man, like you did some work. It really, so. <laughs> really did. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. <laughs> Don't kick the hornet's nest. That's uh, 
Title. That, Boom. That's, right there. That's the, the title and the the sum up of the theme. There you there go. You go. <laughs> Don't kick the horse's <laughs> nest. <laughs> All right. What'd you think about this movie, man? Talk to me. This is the first time me seeing this one. Just like a few other, you know, a good chunk of the other ones we've watched. You, you kind of watch a lot of different movies than I do. Yeah. Which is fine because I love seeing new movies regardless of how old they are. This was a fun one. Uh, definitely kept your attention the whole time. Moved quick. You know, for what it was, it made sense from the beginning to the end of the movie. Like, the events of what happened. Very grounded and everything like that. Enjoyed the fight scenes between these people and for me i'm gonna give this one a three out of five buckets yeah definitely rewatchable and definitely a lot of fun How about you man i really enjoy jamie fox man i enjoy him yes. in his action roles this one's no different for me in regard to like him and the, these type of movies i i love what david harbour brought i i love the silliness mm-hmm. that even ti brought to it right <laughs> the cool landscape of just using a Vegas casino and, and using every bit of it is, is very cool. I'm also going to give this three bucks of popcorn, man. This was a solid flick. Mm-hmm. Rewatchability for me is, is, is low, but just Sounds the, like you've watched it a few times already. So. But, I, but I have, I mean, because if it's on, like, you know, it's one yeah. of those things. Yeah, it's not like when you're going to go hunting down, like, this is my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, doom scroll on, on Netflix and be like, oh, they're sleepless, boom, let's go. But, you know, if it's, if I've got YouTube TV going or yeah. something and it's on, like, Net, FX or something, I'll watch it, whatever. But yeah. nothing that I'm definitely... Uh, just searching out my favorite thing about this and why it gets three bucks of popcorn man is just that one fight scene in the damn spa bro yeah that was really good mm-hmm. <laughs> one day i'll well, be able to choreograph something like that yeah well my thing was that just the the continuous twist yeah every every scene was like another twist to the whole thing you're getting new information like yeah. every scene and yeah. that was cool N- nothing was ever stale yeah exactly yeah, I like that it's hard to find in, in these kind of movies sometimes it's not just fights 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 and stuff like that that could also be the name of the title bro fights 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 oh, totally up to you you have Javier's final cut on all movie, all of our pod titles guys uh, so if you don't like any they're never my idea okay <laughs> Fair, fair. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Sleepless. Next week, we'll be discussing the Sam Mendez drama, Revolutionary Road. And that's streaming on Hulu and Paramount+. Plus. I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, if it works, as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.